0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 962, Comic Talk. Welcome to the Comic Channel Against Podcast. I'm your host Adam Chapman. This is episode 962. It's another Comic Talk episode. I've been doing a lot of these lately. I've, uh, you know, the show is, uh, you know, sometimes we have a lot of interviews and we're just going through a kind of a lean period right now. We're not, we're not having as many interviews at the moment, um, but hopefully that will pick up as we get closer to a thousand. Uh, in some ways, uh, you know, when it's, when we have a period like this, when we have less of, you know, the episodes that I do with Paul scores and Nathan Struck and less interviews, it definitely makes it easier to envision a time when I stop the show. Um, not that I don't Enjoy talking into a microphone on my own, but it definitely has a different feel to it, and uh, it's not the same as having an interview with comp professionals, etc. But I did have a few things that were kind of on my mind, and I just kind of wanted to get out into the ether. Uh, this was a big week in a lot of ways in Canada and in uh, other international areas, as we finally got the DC Infinite app. Uh, or DC Universe Infinite, whatever you want to call it, uh, which is really funny to me because to me it's like this brand new thing because I've never been able to see it or, like, I've heard about it. I've heard people talk about it in the States, but uh, because I was in Canada, I didn't have any access to it. So uh, it was almost like I was I was hearing it from afar. And so I've, I think I have mentioned on a recent episode, I've recently, because of everything that's been happening with Comixology and uh, Amazon and kind of de- de- destroying whatever that app used to be functional uh, in terms of being able to easily buy new comics, i um, you know, it's had me kind of revisit like what comics do I even really want to continue buying because uh, I used to buy a bunch of books digitally, and so that's kind of changing how I interface with that. Uh, also, as this as this show either goes towards a format change after episode a thousand or ends entirely, uh, which again I haven't quite decided. Which you'd think I would. I'm forty episodes away or thirty eight episodes away, uh, but uh, you know I might keep the show going, but it would likely be you know gutting the reviews episodes, having the same consistent two episodes. Roughly a week format from up episodes, you know, one to a thousand and then just kind of stopping and then, you know, doing non-reviews episodes instead. Um, but if that happens, my need to be up to date on stuff changes too. I've been so behind in a lot of books anyway, that moving to, you know, a Marvel Unlimited model of having to wait two to three months before I can read a lot of the comics is not the end of the world if I'm not doing regular reviews. And the same thing with DC, which is even further behind. Um it's interesting, like, you know, I, I got the DC app, and I'd already read, like, four or five books, you know, really quickly, just because it was, it was really easy to use, and I like the, you know, the storyline function. I wish it was a little bit easier to find certain series of books, but there's just so much content on there. I and mean, there's obviously a lot missing, and the same is true with Marvel Unlimited, uh, but it was, it was, you know, it was fun um, kind of going through it and picking out stuff to read, and, you know, I've been reading uh, Batman Cataclysm, which is very old, but, uh, you know, it's a period that I enjoy. There's just something about the aesthetics of those comics that I really like. And it's before all the coloring kind of changed. And I, it's interesting to say that I kind of miss non computerized coloring, but I think I mean, there's so many colors uh, as a colorblind person I just liked there's just something about the four color format that I actually kind of like, and it feels more like quote unquote comics to me, which is I know kind of dumb um but when I see it it kind of makes me happy there's something about it there's a there's a design aesthetic that I like there, and I like computer coloring too don't get me wrong I mean justin Ponter you know uh you know uh, Rest in peace, but he was one of my favorite colorists because he brought everything to life uh, and everything felt so vibrant. But was so I'm, I'm getting to know DC United, sorry uh, Infinite, and it's it, again it, it makes me laugh as I go through it because this is something that people in the states have had for years, and yet as uh, you know a fan outside of the U.S. I had no access to this, and so it just it's funny that I'm you know it's 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 like uh, I'm discovering a show that everyone else has already been able to enjoy for years, uh, and everyone's like, well obviously it's awesome, uh, we've been able to. <laughs> You know, read this for years, but the, I was always on the outside looking in, and now I can actually enjoy this particular you know, um, this apparatus to enjoy comics, which is really cool. And like, just going through it and kind of the, the different storylines, some of them are kind of weird things to have pop up, but like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of more digging, being able to kind of have these the, the semi curated, um, selection of stuff that kind of shows up. Like you have Superman, the new Krypton saga. I actually would be interested in reading that 103 items. Jeepers. Um, but again, it's not something I read a lot of. So that would be really fun and enjoyable to me to be able to go back and kind of read that whole. I know uh, Eric Anthony has mentioned how he enjoyed that, I believe. Um, but I'm excited to kind of go back and read something like that because I never. I wasn't really reading a lot of, you know, uh, DC books at the time. It was, what, 2008, 2009. Uh, I was writing reviews at the time for, I think, CX pulp at the time. But, um, you know, I'm very intrigued by something like that. So having something that's kind of semi-curated, you know, and the the price felt very reasonable. I think it was like, what, 50, 60 bucks. I think Marvel Unlimited is definitely more expensive. Um, So now I have, you know, both major companies. I have subscription services, uh, which is going to make it a lot harder to justify, buying digital comics. Um, But again, Comixology has made that super easy as a decision because they've gutted it. And if you're not in the States, it's even worse. I mean, if you're in the States and you're hating what they've done to Comixology, uh, you should come uh, (laughs) try and access it in Canada. It's much worse. The storefronts are, there is no storefront. Um, It's really hard to buy anything digitally on, on Amazon these days. So it's just uh, fascinating. So they've kind of pushed me to want to get this. So DC kind of dropped this in my lap at the right time. You know, they, they, I may, and maybe this was on purpose. Maybe they were always building towards you know, an international launch soon. But when I got that email saying, hey, DC Universe Infinite is here, I was like, I am in. Um, because, you know, the other main method of, of, you know, reading DC comics in a digital format that I wasn't liking uh, has been changed irreparably, at least at the moment. And so the idea of being able to kind of move on from it and buy something, use this was, was very enticing. So uh, I hit right place, right time. Very excited to read through it. Uh, Marvel Unlimited, as I mentioned, um, I you know I recently became a subscriber there as well. It's funny because you know obviously people have been saying for years how much they enjoy it and they read so many comics on it. I hadn't really jumped in. Um, again. I had other methods of reading comics so I didn't feel the need to uh, but now I'm able to kind of jump in and join the Marvel Unlimited experience. And so as a, you know, again someone who's not in the States, it's nice to kind of be able to do that. I do find I think I like DC's apparatus a bit more. Um, Marvel's is interesting because it, it is easier to kind of find uh, and again, I haven't really gone through it yet, so maybe I'm completely wrong, but I do like being able to kind of see like what's new this week is very easy. Uh, They have a nice easy block of finding Marvels and Infinite Comics. There are event reading guides, which... You know is, is moderately helpful, but obviously it's focusing more on more recent stuff for the most part. There are some obviously older ones that have tie ins to you know a movie of some kind, like you have Spider-Verse, the complete event, you got Vision Quest, obviously there's a connection there with WandaVision, you got the Infinity Trilogy, obviously. You know, if you're the MCU fan, that's going to sound familiar. Um, so I haven't been able to really you know go too deep into event reading guides, but that's a little bit different than storylines per se. But again, very similar. Uh, I do like that they kind of break it down by you know characters and and. and and um, creators as well. So, you know, they both have their own flaws, and they both have, uh, you know, their their ups. So, they both have their ups and downs. But I'm excited to, you know, kind of be able to enjoy these platforms because uh, it's kind of cool and interesting. And so, I'm excited to kind of see, you know, how that will progress as I go as we go forward. I'm very excited to kind of delve more deeply into uh, both of these digital platforms and. Kind of see what comes from it. And again, as I fade, fade away from you know, being keep trying to keep so up to date in so many books because I was falling behind anyway. Uh, I hope to eventually get caught up on all the books from the last, you know, <laughs> eight months. I don't know, and then eventually just uh, you know follow along on Marvel Limited and in, in DC Infinite when new books get published and, and pushed to the platform. I can be there and with my waiting arms, and that's probably just going to be how I interact with comics. And I'm really excited about it, to be honest. Um, I, I think I'm really excited. I don't need to be up to date on everything. Uh, I can be two months out of date with Marvel. I can be six months out of date with. And I think I would be perfectly fine and happy with that. And that's, you know, I would not have felt that way a decade ago. Um, having kids, not having the same amount of time to read comics uh, has definitely changed my relationship to them. I still enjoy comics, obviously, but, you know, being a Wednesday warrior is very different. I haven't actually physically been to my store in a long time because I was buying most things digitally. I've only bought a few books physically, and I've, you know, been paying the bill. But when they send me my bill, which they're not very uh, on the top of doing, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. And last thing I wanted to talk about before I kind of break off on this relatively short Comic Talk episode was uh, a general displeasure. And I think I have mentioned this in previous episodes with um, the people who have flocked to eBay to sell the uh, most recent JLA Avengers uh, reprinting, which is so disheartening. Uh, my store was not able to get one. It, it sucks. It was a bummer. But I kind of figured it was a, a long shot. I mean, you know. Again, in Canada, I don't know if we were getting the same level of allocation that uh, people in the states were, and it's interesting too, right? because in theory seventy five hundred is not that dissimilar from most print runs and trades and stuff like that's that's a lot of that's a lot of books. Um, but because of the nature of it, it kind of flew off the shelves and now it's extremely hard to find. And, you know, if you look on eBay, you'll routinely see, you know, $200 at least Canadian. Um, and it's a real bummer, uh, cause I really did want to be able to have it on my shelf. Um, you know, it does feel like the fervor is going down a little, um, because it was routinely going like over $300 Canadian. Now it looks like it's hovering more around 150 or so, which is better It's still an insane markup considering it's a $30 book, and for those that are actually being put up by stores, if they're actually giving away things to charity, then I feel a little bit better about it. I mean, I'm not going to buy it, but... I at least feel better about it. It's the people who grab this and immediately try to flip it because it's a collector's item. That bugs me more. And seeing people who have, like, multiple copies and they're selling them, I'm like, you're an asshole. You know, there's people out there who really just want to experience this book. They weren't able to buy the original Trader, or the original slipcase hardcover back when it came out, you know, over, what, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, I'm lucky enough I have the original singles, and recently I, I uncovered them. Um, I think I talked about this in the prior comic talk. Actually, now that I'm talking about it, I feel very familiar. Um, but, you know, I'm very glad I have my originals. So if I do want to read this seminal, beautiful story, I am able to do so at a heartbeat. I've actually taken it out of where I would normally put my um, miniseries and I put it in a separate spot with Wednesday Comics. So it's a little bit easier to pull those books out because I think they're really cool. Um, And so if I do want to read those, it'll be easier for me to access. Uh, That I'm really happy about. Um, So at least if I want to experience this story, I have the ability to do so. But there's a lot of people who don't. There's a lot of people who are newer to comics who maybe weren't reading comics at the time and they've come to love George Perez for, you know, somehow and they want to be able to experience this seminal story that will never be reprinted again likely and they can't because a lot of assholes want to make money so it's just really unfortunate anyways that's the last of my soapboxing thanks so much for listening to this episode of the comic shenanigans podcast this has been episode 962 i'm your host adam chapman uh next episode will be a reviews episode as we get closer to in theory being up to date and uh yeah, thank you so much for listening. You can always email me at comicschannigans at com. Rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.